Hello, hello, hello. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Good morning, Aurora. Working? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? It's yeah, Monday, yeah. everybody. Emily, good morning to you. Thanks for tuning back in. We have mic problems. We back, y'all. We back. microphone issues but now the microphone is back on so look because with because it was because it's a Monday thing let's check it can y'all hear them check it out good morning sorry about that good morning can y'all hear us now Bianca can you hear us can y'all hear us Emily says yes Bianca that's a nice emoji so I think that's a yes too all right all right all right, all right. So uh, we are here with National Housing and Open Doors of Kane County. Correct. Yes. Good to see you guys. Good and to thanks see for being you. patient. Yes, all good. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, you guys. We love our listeners. Love our fans. Okay. Um, now, talk about your organizations again and just introduce your names so our folks know. I'm Katrina. I'm with the Open Doors of Kane County. Located at 213 North Lake Street here in Aurora, Illinois. I'm a re-entry program for women and their children. Um, a little bit about my program. It got started back in 2012 where um, I realized that there was women out there that were getting released from the county and DOC that were struggling with housing, transportation, jobs. They just didn't have the resources. They had they could follow the programs when they're incarcerated, but once they're out, what tools were we giving them? Right. So with that and going through a situation of myself learning, I, I just felt like what I went through, I wanted to give back and be that person and give one person a little bit of hope. Say, hey, you know, don't give up because if we do that, that's going to slow the returning rate going back. Right. It's going to lower that recidivism due to the fact we're giving them the tools on the outside. Anybody can do whatever they want to do when they're behind the bars because they're sober, they're clean, they have no other choice. But when they get back out and they only get $20 in a bus pass and have no home, no food, nowhere to go, what are we giving them? We're giving them nothing. So they're right. going to go right back to the same thing that they were doing to get them 
where they, they were in the first place. So my, my main goal is to just give them a little bit of hope, get them ready for jobs, get them ready back with their family, their children, you know, find housing because without a job, you can't get housing. Right. Without transportation, you can't get a job. So it's all a big circle. So if I can't do it, I try to find the resources to help them. Okay. Uh, NHO, National Housing Organization, it actually started the same year, 2012. Uh, a friend of mine and I put it together. It was for mainly ex-offenders and veterans to give them an opportunity to learn how to work with their hands on the vocational side, but also we do a re-entry and job readiness along with helping them with resumes uh, and also bringing them to the 21st century by teach them how to use a cell phone, how to operate a computer. Uh, actually, we even go into credit and other things that are good for the financial world that we live in today. Okay. You know, because we want to get them ready for the job, how to budget a, a checkbook, you know, all those things that are necessary to survive in today's society. And right. also we want family to be involved with them to help push and give these persons something positive and they can take it back home and be a father to their children that they have, that they left behind, and bring them closer. Right, because uh, when you're incarcerated, time doesn't time stops for you. Yes. The world goes on. Correct. And there's so many people, yeah, they're behind the eight ball in many ways, uh, mm -hmm. even with the small things that can't help them out. Uh, now, you guys are uh, 213 North Lake Street. That is yes. Correct. Is where you're located. Across street from Save-A-Lot. Right. What's your, um, what's the hours? Uh, we're there from 9 to 5. Okay. All right. Cool. And we also do the uh, community service. Yeah. Too. Very for good. those people that need it. And we're accepting volunteers at this time, too. All right. Josue Paez, good morning to you, dear brother. Good to see you guys. Bianca Camargo, Aisha Saxon, the whole roll call. You know, <laughs> so happy. Thanks for tuning back in, you guys. We had a little Monday morning, not going to stop nothing. No, it's, it's not, not. going to stop it. We got a message to deliver, and we are here delivering it. Uh, I got a couple of quick local headlines to tell you guys about, and then we'll get back to our discussion with our dear friends Katrina and Mike here. Um, where should I start? Good heavens. All right, understand your Social Security benefits. When are you eligible to receive retirement benefits? How does early retirement affect your benefits? Do you qualify for disability survivors or spouse benefits? There's an English workshop uh, September 29th from 5 to 6 p.m. And then on the 28th, there is a Spanish workshop as well. Come on out and join uh, our friends of uh, Family Focus. Shouts out to Christina Campos, a dear friend of the show. Also, don't forget that uh, the diaper drive coming up. You know, we made the news and all that. Read mm -hmm. the beacon about Barbara Hernandez and all the locations where you can drop off diapers. Good morning, Aurora was like the third one they listed. I'll take number three in an article, dog. I'll take that. Yeah. Can we get a clap for that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's from September 27th to October 3rd. Our address is 5 East Downer Place, Suite T. It's down here, and we're open from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can drop off, and you get a free sticker for your donation. Uh, and last but not least, of the local stuff real quick, the City of Aurora is hiring for many positions, equipment service worker, CCO, HVAC inspector, police officer, and telecommunications officer. That's a word up. Grace Cornell, good morning. The time is now 8.26 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. 
Okay. Um, so when um, so when it comes to open doors of Kane County, how do you go about meeting clients? What's the what's the process that they how do they get in touch with you and how do you find people? Honestly, it's an open door and we we take whomever previous it could have been 10 years ago it could have been yesterday it could be female could be a youth it can be a 50 year old person um what they do is really um i i'm in contact with the the parole office local parole officers and also we're connected with king county probation office so if they're in court services, drug court. We also have been partnering up with uh, the King County Sheriff's and the King County um, State's Attorney. I saw you had a little, yes. uh, a little thangy thing over there. I so, saw that, yeah, so, it wasn't little at all. <laughs> no, it was, it was awesome, awesome. Great opportunities out there, guys. Come on out and see us. I mean, it's, it's there to help. We're right. not there to hurt, we're there to help. So with that, and um, don't let me forget Judy. Judy Dawson. Yes. Shout out to Judy Dawson, Jay. friend of the show. Yes. Big time. So we, what we do is we just collaborate together. I mean, if they have somebody, they'll resource them to us. If we, we also go out in the field. We'll walk the streets. We're not ashamed to go in the streets and pass out and say, hey, this is what we're doing. Or if you know anybody that needs us, send them our way. You know, this is what we're doing. We, we're just pretty much, that's how we get out. Right. Um, there's no other way of doing it. Facebook, social media, word of mouth, just yeah. is that's the only way because most of the time these people are very quiet. They have trust issues. So you can't just walk up to somebody and just say, Hey, come in and pull them in. You have to kind of like No, it does not. You have to really grow a relationship with them. Um most of the time, they may be mandated to come see us. If they do co are mandated, you know, yes, we're your friends, but at the end of the day, we still have a job. We're here to help you. You right. know, we're not here to hurt you. We're here to help you. I mean, if you push us away, there's nothing we can do, you know. Right. But we're not going to give up. And the road doesn't end once you finish our programs because our goal is after you finish our programs, we're going to follow you. We're going to call you. We're going to check on you. We're going to make sure you're okay two months, three months, two years from now. We're going to continue to follow up and make sure you and your family are okay. And if three years from now something happens and you feel like, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I feel like I'm slipping back, our door is open. You come back to us and we'll find, find the help that you need. Right. Um, now, kind of a different question uh, okay. for you, sir. So... When people, if if a person does, you know, meet you and go through your program and things like that and, and help get those resources, start to learn uh, how to better themselves and come back up, and they slip, is there credit for having worked with you? Well, for the most part, what we want to do is we want to still keep them with a positive mental attitude. And we try to encourage them not to give up because it's very important to have trust. Right. And that trust is established between us and them. And uh, once we have that trust established, most cases they will call us okay. back from time to time. Hey, Mike, I need a little help here. Do you have a, a job for me or can you help me find something? Or I got a question about I want to buy a house. Right. Can you help me out? Do you know who I can talk to? So we do a lot of referencing to other organizations or other groups that can help those people too. 
Right. You know, because the most important thing is that you you come out of a situation and you you're already down you feel down on your luck, but I try to give them encouragement because I've been there as well. Because you're a Bears fan, is that why you know about the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of that too. A little bit of that too. That was the I like Mr. Field. I like Mr. Field. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just want to say that uh, you know, been there, and I know it's like to be you know to feel down and out because right. you have something in your in your jacket, right? And to encourage that person to go f- and move forward. There's nothing nothing hurts a failure, but not trying. If you want to be successful, you have to try. And you have to ask questions because there's no, there's no bad question except for the question that you have on your mind you don't ask. Right. You know, and we're there to help. You know, okay. and we also have experienced people who have been in drug rehab, who've been incarcerated, that can talk one on one with these people too. Right. As well. Uh. So, locally, what is the situation? Or uh, what's 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 happening right now? What's your assessment of youth, mm-hmm. those who have offended, um, and you know women who may need help? Like I know that you guys are out here doing work. Yes. What's the situation of Aurora? How does it feel? The I mean, do, are we do we got a lot of work to do? Or? The, we have a lot of work lot to of do. Work. Okay. We are we have we as a community have failed a lot of women, a lot of men, and especially our youth. We need to get in and get the youth before they become adults. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm just, we yeah. have to. Nip the problem. That, that, but that that, there is that eight-year-old that's looking for his father and seeing the police throw their father to the ground or the mother that's sitting in our house and her door gets kicked in and gets arrested. And, you know, let's, let's change their mind frame. Let's change that the police are bad and that they're only here to hurt us. Let's change the fact that it's okay to carry a gun at eight years old and shoot somebody right. um, without talking or going or not feeling the right to go to their aunt, their grandmother, or somebody say, hey, you know, I feel like I'm being bullied instead of pulling that gun and killing somebody. You know, because you're not just affecting your family, you're affecting somebody else's family. So we're losing two families when that situation happens. So the youth is a very big thing for me, along with the women, because, again, women, I the main thing that I'm hearing is housing, housing, housing. When you get released, there's no housing for these women because due to the fact that they are in convicted felons, they can't go to the low income and fill out applications. Um, Now you're doing a background check so a convicted felon doesn't get approved or their credit is bad, you know, or you have to make three times as much. Well, you know what? You got these women that have to go to all these classes all day long Mm -hmm. and men have to go to these classes, then keep a job, report in, and it's a a burden on them and it's, they, they don't know where to go. But um, now, here's I, I thought that there was, um, what's the name of it? Oh, boy. Um, I thought that there was, wasn't there work being done for resettlement out of post-incarceration previously? Not to say they were doing what you guys are doing, but I thought that there was an organization that was already dedicated, like re- a national re- organization that was dedicated to. There are people out there 
Right. They, we have let's let's not forget about Rita's ministry. Rita okay. Rita's ministry has been around for I'm gonna say about 25 years, maybe okay. even more. Now, what she has done for the city of Aurora has been amazing. Let's not forget about what she has done. What her doors are still open to today. Her doors are open to the community. It doesn't matter what time of the day you can still call her and she'll help she'll help now as far as housing for these people i have not come across housing okay. anymore okay. um we do i do believe we have a place here that is part of doc for women and as far as housing we have the heads of the house but that's you know we have mutual grounds i believe it right. is Cause, cause but that, and, now keep yeah, in mind yeah. that's a that's a battered women's too I believe right. too. so if you're charged with aggravated charges I do believe that I'm, I'm not sure but some of those women's shelters you can't go to with certain types of charges right, sure. I got you. so that's where it's coming in so it it's a it's just falling apart we're, we're failing them we have a lot of programs now they have tons of programs for them in the in when they're at Kane County they have um programs in DOC, the MRT, the Moral Recognition Therapy, that's a great program. But what happens when they come home? Right. What are we giving them? What I mean, what kind of programs are we doing follow-up? The only follow-up that they have is a parole officer or their probation officer. So guess what? What's going to happen when they look at their parole officer? That's an enemy. Their, their probation officer is coming to get them there's a chance if i'm not doing what they're needing me to do they're going to lock me back up or they're forcing me to go to this counselor they're forcing me to go to this program so their will to change isn't as strong as if you just say hey these are the tools let's get you 30 days in be you know let's go to doc these are the programs we're offering you let's let them know 30 40 days before they're released that this is what's going on in aurora you know, this is how we're going to help you. All right. If you're just tuning in, it's 8.36 a.m. Mark Hogan is here. Thank you for letting us know that you can hear us, my brother. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. The whole ship was in the, the danger was rough all because of a microphone. Imagine that. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Right. Yeah. Okay, uh, also want to say good morning to Tracy Duran. Tracy Duran is a local author and historian. She is here. Good morning to you, Tracy. Okay, and I also want to say hello to Grace Cornell, Cruz Ochoa. Good morning, Wayne's World. Thank you, my brother. And good morning to the GAMS, the Great American Morning Show. That is us. Thank you, Norma Peterson. Emily says she loves Judy, so shout out to Judy Dawson again. <laughs> Greg Ellsbury, good to see you. Anna Sierra, good morning. Oh, man. Oh, man, look at all of our people. And Karina Suarez Darden. All right. Um, okay. I wanted to give a little bit. There's uh, local news real quick, you guys, uh, about a friend of the show. So Judge Bianca Camargo has an event coming up. This is going to be cool. September 29th from 530 to 730 p.m. at La Cabrada Restaurant. Uh, join the campaign kickoff reception and fundraiser in support of Judge Bianca Camargo for Kane County Circuit Judge. Shouts out. Uh, there's a post. We'll share that a little bit later. Tickets are 40 bucks. Now, see, that's, right? That's, a, <laughs> that's affordable. That's more life than That's what the hell we talk about. Right, yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Okay. Clap on that. Shout it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Twenty dollars. You can do that. That ain't nothing. You can hit night court and go to that. That's cool. Because <laughs> it should be uh should be accessible for people. Correct. Okay. So, Mike, you and I know Calvin Wilson. Mm-hmm. So yes. we know some of the same people. Not just the judge, or excuse me, the uh. Judy Dawson's of the world. We also know the right. Calvin Wilson's of the world. Right. Uh, what is it, in your opinion, mm-hmm. that makes people, I don't mean to preface it with Calvin Wilson, who's a great man who runs a great organization, yes, but what right. is it that, what is? what are the social constructs or lack thereof that lead people to go through hardship in the first place. I thought this was the, uh, right? Well, for the most part, you know, I mean, I'll just tell you like it, you know, like it is, we spoke about it on the weekend. Calvin gives from his heart, you know, those people that are homeless, you know, takes a hundred bucks and go buys maybe a, a, a bunch of water to give a bunch of homeless people that are in the woods somewhere. Uh, he takes it upon himself, not only to be in Aurora, but also Elgin serving them. And I find myself with him um, that he's a great man. And then he, another guy he deals with is Rory out of Elgin, and they work together. And what it is is they're giving back gym shoes from other organizations and everything else. But what I don't see is I don't see a program that can help him financially do what he loves, you know, by getting certain donations to help him out financially. He's a great guy. Right. But he gives from his heart. And a lot of people will see someone on the side of the road and drive right past them. Calvin has developed relationships with like 7-Eleven where he goes in and get coupons and give it to people. Hey, you want something to eat? They right. might say it's hot outside. He say, hey, I got hey, I got this here thing for Frosty or whatever you want to call it. And he's a phenomenal guy. I right. think he's, I think the most of them. And also, you know, if I need help and assistance, he's willing to work with me. And that's what it's all about. When you have these nonprofit organizations, it's all about unity. It's not about you do your thing and I do my thing. Like she and I, she handles the women, I handle the men. Because most men, you know, they have a, you know, they don't want to talk to a woman about certain things. And the woman's not going to talk to me about a lot of personal things. Of course. So what we're doing is we're bringing that together. And I'm going to give a shout out to Safer Foundation for showing me that that's the role model that I'd like to put in Aurora to help people out. What's Safer Foundation? Safer Foundation is one of the largest in Illinois for ex-offenders. Okay. Programs for reentry. They oh. teach them everything. I mean, they talk about landscaping, construction, um, entrepreneurship. Um, it, it trains them in those areas where they can go ahead and help people out on a regular basis. Um, I mean, because in order to make a person feel whole, they must be attached to something. They must belong to something. Right. And that's why we encourage people, come volunteer. We need a volunteer who's been in those circumstances that can help other people out. You know, because I'm looking for that person that says, hey, Mike, I've been there. Raise your hand, you know, and come in. And what do you need me to do? Hey, who do you need me to talk to? How can I inspire someone else to not be in the same boat I was once in? So you guys took it upon yourself to start organizations, and now you need volunteers. Yes, Yes, we do. do. That shows growth. Mm -hmm. Hey. 
I need an intern. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> getting there. Yes. <laughs> if only we had an intern to do all that the, the first mm-hmm. time. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So, the for those who weren't there, the event that just passed where you did have the King County Sheriff there and you had... Uh, Judy Dawson. Judy, Judy Dawson. Dawson. We also had, let's not forget, Corey Dixon from Elgin, our city council. Woo-hoo. He was there, too. I don't see. What the? Yeah, Corey Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, you know, he, he does a lot with the King County Sheriff. Um, he does the... Um, MRT uh, groups, and I think he does a lot more programs for the King County Sheriff. So we're all collaborating. Um, let's not forget about Terry. I Terry's Simmons. Terry Simpson. Simmons. Terry yes, Simmons. she's all part right. of it, and we can't forget about Natalie. Natalie because it is her her facility there. That's going to be the Aurora campus for the King County Sheriff's University, which is going to sh- do forklift cer- certifications. Um, OSHA training. OSHA training. Uh, Terry, I believe, is doing job some job stuff with the stuff with Judy Dawson. I do believe after you get certified, they help. And Corey is along with Judy back to back. I believe that they're helping them get um, and they certified, have jobs. and they have great jobs. So, so you, you said this is across from Save a Lot. Correct. Yes. This is where that Sir Speedy used to be. Yep. Yep. Ah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So we have a lot of great things. So this past um, few weeks when we had that mm-hmm. open house for the King County Sheriff, it was a great turnout. Um, we were just trying to get people that were out there to show that they're willing to work with us and not against us, to give them a better chance, a second chance, to give them, you know, hey, we're not here just to hurt you. We're here to help you, and, too. And, and I'll ask you, Katrina, could you reiterate about the Attorney General, what she's actually put forth as far as warrants are concerned? Oh, that uh, also Jamie Moser is Oh, got, is this breaking news? Yes, yes. it is. Because I ain't heard this yet. Like, hold on, what the hell? <laughs> so, <laughs> we got great news here. Okay. Um, if... We feel that you know you start. You need to start watching the job boards. You know, Judy Dawson one has a job board for ex offenders, and not just ex ex offenders, but people searching for work. They could log on to this job board, and then Jamie Moser has started a program. And if you follow her on Facebook, she has it. It's called the uh, Warrant Amnesty Program. I believe it is. Out. Yes, I believe what it is is you cannot be a violent offender or a class X, but anything with traffic or any other type of felony. I do believe you reach out. There's a link that you link on to. So instead of you running around here with a warrant and a bond and worrying about how you're going to come up with your bond money, reach out to her. She'll, she'll set you up an appointment. I think there's certain days out the month that sh- you meet her at the courthouse and they try to squash the warrant. Now, come on, y'all. You can't beat now, that. come on. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. Because I think that, because that's something that's had a negative effect for people for a long time. Yes. yes. They're constantly running, constantly running. Right. And then it's like, well, okay, now you, you're running for all these years and then. And then sometimes they don't do you right anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might get pulled over for a little tail light and you got a warrant, but the officer never mentions it. Yeah. And the next time you get it, now it's yes 
Uh, some people you, you aren't, aren't happy about the law it. or something some, like that. Some people aren't happy about it, but it's a way to, to change the narrative. Right. You know? Right. Because the, here's the thing. The whole problem isn't that people of color or people mm-hmm. in the neighborhoods. It's not that people don't like or hate the police. That's mm-hmm. not it. It's that for some reason... Law enforcement always seems to be good at breaking your balls. They all right. They they always turn the screw. It's like in Naperville, maybe they'll let you call your brother so he could come get your vehicle and take it home. Here, your shit's getting impounded. They're Correct. not even going. No, we don't do that. And it all depends on the officer. All the, come on. And what so, kind of day he's having or she's on. having. Yes, correct. It should be the book. If you give him, if you're going by the book, mm-hmm. if that's the term we're using. Yes. The words don't change. No. No. It should be the exact same for every. Jim Wernuski and Dante Smith mm-hmm. should get the same treatment. Correct. The time is now 8.47 a.m. Come on, man. Y'all ain't right, getting, y'all right. not getting discussion like this in the morning. Y'all not getting that. Y'all are not. Okay. Norma Peterson says Jamie is the best. Yeah, Jamie Mosser is a friend of the show. She came on the yes. show twice. She is consistently engaged with us. Jamie Mosser took a court case, a court call, virtual call in Good Morning Aurora Studios one day. It was not on camera, but she had to like show up for a bond call or whatever it was. That was cool to see. Yes. Yeah, that she, was she, cool. she, she's she's yeah. she's actually opening her arms to try to bring people closer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I the thing is with Jamie is I want to speak out on you got you're going to have opinions on both sides. She's not going to win either way it goes. You're going to have the criminals that are going to be like, "Well, she's against me cuz she's locking me up." You got the ones that are saying, "Well, she's she's too too sweet on crime. She's too soft on crime." You know, wait a minute. We're, nobody's going to be happy. Safe on crime by removing your warrant for traffic. Yes. For driving with yeah. it. Yes. Give so me your chance. chance. Second chance. You know, she... Second chance, thing, CW. Yes. CW. Right. <laughs> one thing I can say about Jamie, though, is it's just not Jamie. When she comes out, I've seen her at numerous places events it's just not her it's her family she engages with her family her children her she's showing everybody that she's humble she's she's a humble person and like i said she's doing great things the sheriff is doing great things i mean we can't always attack people i mean me coming from where i've come from you asked me five years ago if i would have been sitting at the table with jamie moser Heck no. Yeah. Heck no. That's how I, I would have been like, what? Who? Yeah. What? No. Or the sheriff. Or yeah. the sheriff. Especially I mean, I was interviewing the sheriff. He wasn't interviewing me. So right. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. it's, a, it's a different feeling. I mean, they're people at the end of the day. They're right. people. And they understand. And to have somebody, if you would have asked me five years ago what I was doing or where I was at, that's why I can reach out to these women because I was them at one time. Right. So I understand. It isn't the fear of, it's the trust. It's the trust. Like, wait, are they really here to help me? Or are they really here to hurt me? That's the thing. That's, see, facts. Because mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. And we got to break that. that. Is, so that's the solution. Well, well, we got to find a solution well, to that that's, question. That's what and, it and, is. And, you know, one of the biggest things, I learned something from my son many years ago. He said, Dad, 
she told you that I did something, but you didn't even ask me what I did. And then he said, you acting like the police. I said, I apologize. Right. Right. You know, because I, at that point, I had nothing else to say to him. I was speechless. Right. Because I didn't give him an opportunity to explain himself. And that's what we have to do across the tables. We have to explain and we have to be heard. Right. You know, not just assume that because you got a hat and you do it this way that you're doing something wrong. Right. You know, and that's how they, they, they pick us up. Right. You know, because if you doing if you got the hat to the side, you on a skateboard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. then right. it's, you know what I'm saying? And it's gnarly. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Gnarly, that, that, yeah. That's that's cowabunga. And I really feel that I there is a great thing that I do see that the Elgin police officers do. I went past the park. They were out there playing basketball with these young kids. I love it when I see that. I, I like just, that. Yeah. I, that brought yeah. tears to my yeah. eyes. I like that. Now, I'm, I don't see it, but I hear a lot of negativity about the Aurora Police Department. But let's not just point the finger at the Aurora Police Department. Let's also look at the community. What are we all, we have to come together. Let's stop running. I've heard stories of like, they see the police, they want to run. They want to go to another place. Well, you know what? Let's start engaging. Let's start, you know, I don't know exactly how or what, but I really feel that in the city of Aurora that we need to come together. I think the problem, you know, uh, I'll say this for the Aurora Police Department. I, and I had a fear. I said this a couple nights ago, and uh, many people completely disagree with me. Like, the Aurora Police Department does not, I've examined the record. Mm -hmm. And unless I'm wrong, somebody can email me at goodmorningaurorail.com with any information. The Aurora Police Department doesn't have anywhere near the history of violating people's civil rights, mm -hmm. like, for example, the Chicago, Chicago. Mm -hmm. Cicero, Berwyn, Joliet Police Departments. Aurora never had a Trayvon Martin incident. No. Now, I'm not taking away... I done been done up by police in Aurora. Not beat up, but they've they've certainly, you know, done to me what they wouldn't do to anybody else. But I think the Aurora Police Department does get a heavier bad rap than it actually deserves. I'm gonna say yeah. that that's that's Correct. that's just mm -hmm. They're great people. For the that's most an part. examination they, and, and of they want to go home to their family they want to go home to their family right they there's, there's just not the, the record of violating people's civil rights mm -hmm. it's just not here in aurora like that it's just not well we also got to remember this isn't just in aurora this is in elgin this is in kankakee this is in anywhere tennessee texas wherever right the way the police are looked at today how many of them are scared to go and become a police officer. When they put that uniform on every day, just like I'm sitting here saying that my ex-offenders or somebody is scared of the police, mm -hmm. how many police are really scared of us? We've made them scared of us too. You know, we have to think about that. You know, if they're running after us and we pull out a phone and we're recording them, how do they know? It's like 2.5 seconds. They have to react. Are yeah. they pulling a gun out? Are they pulling a knife? Mental health has a lot to do with it. You never know what these people are thinking. So we also have to put ourselves in these people's shoes, these officers' shoes. You know, they have kids. They have brothers. They have mothers. You know, but what, and another way I want to say it is, okay, God forbid something happens and there's a shooting. 
who's the first person we're going to call? We're going to call 911. We're, they're going to be our friends then, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm saying we can't pick and choose. We need to just open up and really just pay attention that not everything that they do is bad and that they're at fear too, you know. So the community has to develop trust. Correct. Right. I mean, it, it's a it's a it's it's a two way street. Correct. Give and take. Um. So many of our friends. Here's the thing. The link, guys. Guys, we have paper. We got real news now. So I don't. Oh, yes. I don't have links no more to give y'all. Not <laughs> too much. I'm sorry. Uh, I will. I will create a link. A link and a post for you guys to share so that people can holler at you. But. Um, our friend Emily Zenloft shouts out open for studio session hours yoga coming up get ready for more Zenloft stuff our friend Emily mm -hmm. um, would love to offer yoga classes with you guys there she's also awesome. a sub at East Aurora she would love to help you out in anything that she can to get involved with you also our friends uh, Karina Suarez Darden says she'd like to offer free parenting classes yes. um, we need that we've got yes, a lot of people who that. would like to to uh, help you guys out, Bianca, that's a wonderful program. Take advantage and let's change the narrative. Maria Chirito is here. Good morning to you, Maria Chirito. Always tuning in. Um, yeah, so our friends are great, and we appreciate that. That the parenting, the yoga, that is, you know, that's great because these women and these young men and these older men need stuff that they need to do. Keep their mind busy. Keep their body in shape. You right. know. Best thing is a healthy, and, and healthy we, body, and, healthy mind. And we're not afraid to go into the grade schools, right? To talk to some of the youth, right? Uh, okay, couple of quick, super quick, extra quick. The time is eight fifty six. But here's the thing: because that mic messed us up, we got we gonna do a little extra. <laughs> we got we got it. We gonna make it a whole hour. So you know, we we gonna give you a little bit more time. We going a little bit over nine o'clock today, y'all. So let's get ready. Uh, so here's some stuff. The 5th Annual Cups Broad Drive happening this year at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum from 5 to 8 p.m. on October 1st. Music, local vendors, and a photo booth. This will be an awesome community event. Support a great cause in downtown Aurora. <clears throat> All right. Tomorrow, the 20th, or uh, excuse me, today, the 20th, uh, at the Kane County Sheriff's Office in St. Charles, this is forklift driver certification training happening there. $25 per person. From 9 to 3 p.m. and your $25 fee covers lunch. Card certification is good for three years. For more information or questions, call Mr. Joseph Garcia at 630-329-6668. All right. Quad County Urban League. Y'all saw the interview that we did on Friday. Yeah, run that back. We saw that. Yeah, that was a good one. Great. Great one. Thank you very much. Um, they're having their annual Equality Gala on October 30th of this year. The theme is transformation, reunite, reconnect, and rebuild. We shared the link for more tickets. You can uh, go to that link. And uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow, actually. I got some, I, you know, I got a story I want to read. And we'll read about that tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. We got something really interesting to read about. Uh, the fourth annual Mayor's Ball will be happening the 25th of this month. From 6 to 10 p.m. We're all laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. All right. Uh, that's going to be at Bell South Banquets, 1920 East New York Street. Four years of building the foundation, four more years of building the future. Tickets are on sale for that. We shared the link to that yesterday on our Facebook page. You can just scroll down, and it's on there. 
And then last but not least, uh, October 2nd from noon to 5 p.m., our friends at Talented 10 Social Services are hosting the Holiday Craft Vendor Fair. This will be a fun event, $25 vendor fee, and the location is 205 North Lake Street. To register, go to the link that I will share with you guys in like an hour or so. The time is 8.58 a.m. Okay, so uh, Tracy says her daughter and uh, she visited APD a few times to bring treats, and every time they thank them for their little bit of support. The officers have said that they need the moral support that they can get, especially with all the situations happening in the world these past few years. Granted, there are some bad officers out there, but the officers have shown that they are trained well. They see things in life that none of us see on a day-to-day -day basis, and they need to be heard as well. Correct. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yep. Uh, and Josue says, what about mental health? Do you guys have something or a program that they can uh, reach yes. out to about mental health? Yes, we do have a therapist. Um, <coughs> we have two that we do. We have a male and a female that we re re resource out. We also have talked with um, a few other places that it's on an individual need. Um, we'll do an intake when they come in. We do an application. We, we'll do detailed questions, and depending on that individual need, we'll send them to where they need because trauma is a big thing. We need to fix trauma. Trauma is one of the biggest issues. If we don't fix the trauma, and then it's just going to keep going, especially in women. In women, the trauma is a very big issue because if they don't heal, their, their chances of relapse, their chances of going back are very high. Uh, my head had a question for you. Should there be youth incarceration facilities in Illinois? Youth incarcerations? No. I mean, it, today's market, I mean, today's youth, they have not understood. They need more counseling than anything else. Because a lot of cases, you, you catch a child who's at home playing video games He's in his own world, and he has no contact with another human being. And when he goes to the, the real world, he's still in the reality stage. I mean, he's, he's out there thinking about the video games. And when he goes to shoot a person, he doesn't think about the, re the remorse factor or the consequences. Because, one, he's... Everything that we watch today on television is more violent. And if you have someone, I mean, even video games, you know, mama by, an, an, you know, I can't say the name of the game, but, you know, this kid's in there for hours. He's mastered the game. I have nephews that can tell me every name of a, of a weapon that they see on the video game. And that's not good. You know, when I grew up, we knew about basketball, baseball, sports. We didn't know about guns. You know, unless you live down south <laughs> and you well, hunted I wanna, something. I want to piggyback on that. I am not going to say I don't believe that there should be youth detention centers. Um, I feel it should be based on the crime. Um most kids that are youth detention, it's a behavioral issue. When a kid, I, I, this is just an opinion stated, yeah. 
most kids that are behavioral acting, they're either looking for attention, it's some type of mental health, there's some type of abuse, there's something. A child's just not just going to act out, just get up in the morning and say, hey, I'm going to go out here and rob a bank, or I'm just going to, it's either taught or something is happening to this child. So I really feel that we need more mental health, more more counseling, more more programs, more more boy clubs, more female clubs, for youth clubs, programs, not just educational, but programs like camps and different things for these children to interact and socialize and learn that it's okay to talk, it's okay to express their feelings. Um, boxing, um, I think it's Marcus Banner has a boxing uh, facility that is a great program in Elgin that, you know, let's let's get these children's negative energy and put it into a positive manner. You know, let's not just, because they're already doing something and they're already feeling bad, you, we, let's find what the reasoning is. And then that's where it goes. If we don't stop it there, you're going inst- to start institutionalizing them there. Then they become adults and now they're, they're feeling, okay, now I'm insti- I got that institutionalized mind. I might as well stay this way it's harder to break them I think Emily says yes to the trauma cycle no to youth incarceration that's a good point that's a well, good point but we also have a member that volunteers with us they both the they it's a husband and wife and they work at the St. Charles I'll say that and they've had issues but they know how to curtail the youth and they tell us you know, it's it's another meeting that we have to go through with them, but it's a it's a it's a big thing to talk about. But it starts at that with that eight year old looking at his big brother. Right. It starts with that eight year old sitting at home, bored to death, playing that video game and knowing all the weapons. And every the video game he's playing is about killing, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. When he takes out more time to do that, and then. You know, everyone knows out there today, you cannot take your cell phone out of your child's hands because they playing that cell phone and you don't know what they're looking at. I do. I know what my son is looking at because, I, you know, there's only so many games that we're allowed to play. You know, like, I actually, as a person who, you know, we didn't have none of this. Mm-mm. None of this existed. Mm-mm. We were outside until the streetlights. Exactly, came out. there were no mm-hmm. games. I remember when Nintendo, I remember when games came. Correct. So I can remember life and enjoyment before social media. But also, I do feel as a parent, like I feel better placed because I don't want my son to. He plays Lego Star Wars. Yeah, he loves Minecraft. That's what that guy has got over 5 million views <laughs> um, for the Legos. No, well, there's this kid named Ethan Gamer that mm-hmm. my son uh, watches. Uh, he's a kid in Britain. He, he he plays video games. Well, you know, this COVID, this COVID situation hasn't helped much. I mean, the suicide rate has went up mm-hmm. in the youth. Um, they, they don't want to socialize. I have nephews that won't even come out of, and I understand where the gaming part comes but that's again where the parents need to step up and say hey put the game down it's time right. when is the last time or have you gone to the restaurant and looked around just sat and looked around 
they're, can't even do it. You can't even do it because they're they're everybody is on their phone looking at it, including the parents. Yeah. When I came to the table, we couldn't have no talk about no. Buddy you had else, Game we, Boy. You couldn't bring, bring Game, Game Boy, Boy right. to the no, no phone. The phone got shut. The ring, the landline ringer got shut off at dinner time. There's no communication. I, even when the kids go home, where is the where's the communication? Where's the how was your day at school, Mom? How was your day at work? Or we're we're just not doing that anymore. We're, we're missing the key word, which is I love you, and giving a, a child a hug. Right, that's important. Karen Caputo says, scouting programs offer all of this. Active scouts are more likely to participate in sports, arts, and hobbies. The activities help boys and girls build self-confidence and help young people to become leaders. The scouts. Got a question. We got a lot of these programs. Scouts, uh, Girl Scouts, gymnastics, swimming. Mm -hmm. But what about the low income, where the crime is? Here's the thing. Let me... I, again, mm-hmm. I just had to. Def- I just had to defend those programs not that long ago. Mm-hmm. They're there in low-income neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. What there is, in my opinion, what there's been a lack of is mm-hmm. truly outward-looking coaches. See, the coaches have been less dedicated. This is just a, they've been less dedicated over the years. So to the point about scouts and all that kind of stuff, like East right. and all these schools, they look, you can get involved in volleyball and basketball. Those things are there in low-income neighborhoods. But the teachers and the coaches who see their job as more than just punching out at 245 and going mm-hmm. home and only being here from 4 to 6 in the night with the kids, mm-hmm. that's gone. Right. That's gone. The, the person who is going to show up two hours early and open the gym for that kid Correct. who don't want to walk that way to school. Correct. That's what's not there. So it's th- th- that stuff's there in low-income neighborhoods. There's just a lack of dedicated people. Or the ones that there's kids out there that want to do it, but the right. parents don't have the transportation to get the child Because that's why bad neighborhoods, that's why, not bad, that's why low-income neighborhoods get a bad look. Yes. Because, yes. like, people don't know the good that's already there. Correct. That stuff exists. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's been... It's crazy. This is the kind of, see, this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) But see, since you mentioned it, you know, um, people have old cars that they just have sitting in the driveway. We can use those cars, you know, to help those parents out, to get to a job, to take their kids places. Right. You know, we're getting to a point, you know, mind you, we're new in Aurora, but we will be asking for those things. Right. Buses, cars, trucks, whatever. Um, All right. The time is... 909. We got a couple more minutes we can dedicate to this. We got a couple more minutes. We still going. We still going. All right, look. What's the phone number? How can people get in touch with you? What's the website? Let's give that. Eight okay. See, uh, that <laughs> I don't have awesome. you got me on spot there. I don't have the 800 number on me. But Open Doors of Kane County, you can call me at 731-324-0702. Okay. Um and again, I do have a web page. Um it's uh, opendoorsofkanecounty.org um, and then it's k.perry at opendoors.org okay. 312-312-6171 that's my personal cell phone 
I answer it most cases. If I don't, I will call you back. My website happens to be inc. I mean nhoinc.net. That's the website where you can do donations and you can look me up. Also, my personal website, I mean email address is benefits365 at gmail.com. And that's because I also sell insurance too. So, whatever. But I can't right. do that together. All right. Nice plug. Nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, we have programs here in Aurora, but transportation is a big issue. That is a fact, Karina. That is a fact. Um, many people I know. I know a lot of people and give an example. Give an example about something that's self-defeating, but also not highlighting. You got the uh, NJROTC program at East. Or uh, is that, yeah, it's East. There's so many people who want to take that program away. Mm-hmm. A lot of the same people that I know who are always, like, always talking about, we have nothing here that can help young black Latino people come up. Mm-hmm. Want to get rid of the NJROTC program. Because they feel that, oh, well, all we're teaching them to do is join the military. Well, you can't have it both ways. You can't mm-hmm. want that's something that's going to help lift people up, mm-hmm. but say, well, we don't want that because it lifts people up going in that direction. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. And I, I believe that in addition to the services that we got to give to people, in addition to the housing, in addition mm-hmm. to making affordable housing, in addition to having services for uh Transitioning offenders mm-hmm. into quality citizens, we also have to educate people. Correct. We have to educate people. We have mm-hmm. to educate them. They have to be educated. They have to be educated and upwardly mobile. Like, instead of typing, you know, instead of ranting on Facebook, mm-hmm. so they put have that a- energy into getting a certification. We, so need, we need to remember okay. some people have trouble with the reading okay if you have trouble reading writing let's let's find what's good for you some draw right some sing some dance Mm -hmm. some do poetry some read some write some write books you know let's let's refocus and help them know what they're good at find themselves get them better at that mike i cut you off i'm sorry no well you know i mean i i wish i could have went to the military (laughs) <laughs> a lot of cases, bad knee. But uh, I've never known a friend of mine to go into the military and not say it was a, a good experience. Right. Going to different countries. Right. Seeing how other people live. Right. So I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want, you know, I want the same thing we all want. Mm-hmm. I want to stop the the, uh, school-to-prison pipeline. I don't want kids to, you know, everybody's going to fall off their horse at some point in time in life, and you hang with stupid people, you make stupid decisions. Correct. But I don't want, I don't want kids to not have young people every single possible outlet on the buffet table to make it out. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the military has taken, I mean, people, Colin Powell, Mm-hmm. Right. People so poor, they couldn't have, they couldn't afford glasses. Walking to school with no shoes because there was nowhere to buy shoes. Mm-hmm. To a general, I mean, you can't, you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's sports or the military, there needs to be a way out. Period. That's how, that's how I see it. As long as it's positive and productive. And some, and again, I I I had a sister that was in 
ROTC. I had a nephew that was in ROTC. And, you know, the thing is, they learn different things. They learn, it's not a military background. It's also a a positive background where they they give out to the community. They do certain, they do, they learn volunteer work. They learn so much more. They get to travel. They get to learn so much. Some kids can't play basketball. Right. So let's let's give them, it's just like a kid that has Nikes and doesn't have Nikes. We got to stop the separation because we're doing it to the children, not the children doing it to themselves. Woo! The time is 9.14 a.m. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. All right. So I owed a couple of minutes because of our crazy, wacky Monday morning problem that only a Monday could give you our microphone issue, which we got squared away. But we are going to wrap this up. This was a great conversation. Thank really you. good conversation. So we wish you guys the Thank you for having best. us. Thank no you. problem. No problem. We're going to do more. Thank we you. We will do more. So y'all stay tuned out there. Um, any last words or parting words? It's a Monday. What should people uh, take with them for the week and for the day? Just know we're here. We'll be here. We're not going nowhere. And that we thank everybody for their support. That, you know, we are new to Aurora. And thank you for opening their doors to us and helping us. And, and as the, as we said many years ago, it takes a village to work together in unison to make it strong. That's what's up. All right. All right, you guys. Well, you guys have a great rest of this day. Y'all be blessed. Have a good week and a strong Monday. And like we always tell you, take care of yourself and each other. Thank you.